Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I am Peter, that is Connor. Happy Alien Day. Now of course that means nothing if you're watching this after it goes up, like a day later, say, or any time in the future. But, this is being posted on Alien Day. This is the 26th of April and that is LV2426, which is the, 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 the planet where the ship was found on in the first movie. So it's become a kind of a thing for the past two years. Uh, a bunch of alien comics are coming out today. I think they're putting out like a new clip or something for the mo- the new movie today. They'd, they'd be kind of stupid not to, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's an obvious. Thing. I'm almost like it's so close to the release date. I'm wondering why they didn't just push the release up a couple of weeks and just go it's out on Alien Day. Yeah, maybe they just needed these extra couple of weeks. Maybe yeah, I don't know. It feels like such a perfect thing to do if it's this close that. It's just weird. It, it does, it does. But, yeah, so we talk about movies on this show. We talk about uh, old movies, sometimes classics, sometimes B-movies, thin gems, stuff I've seen, stuff I've not seen. Uh, this one's another, obviously, we're doing another Alien movie. We're doing Alien Resurrection. This is the fourth one we already did in the first three. Well, there'll be links to those, the playlist with those in it uh, around the screen right about now. But we've done the first three. Connor had seen the first two before. I've seen all of them before. So... This this time, Alien Resurrection. I've seen it before. Connor hasn't, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. So, uh, I I guess we'll start spoiler free for this one for a little bit. Yeah, we have some general thoughts before we move into spoilers. But uh, so this is the fourth one. This comes after Alien Three, of course. Alien Three, very uh, harshly received. I'll, I'll I'll say. Yeah, that seems fair. And Alien Resurrections, of course, this weird thing. Jean-Pierre Jeunet was brought in to direct it to give it a sort of different style. And he brought a couple of actors that he likes to work with along with them. Because uh, Ron Perlman, for example, uh, and Dominique uh, Pinon, who uh, was in Delicatessen, which we already we actually reviewed on this show uh, a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. So you can go check that out too. But, so he, he comes in and the plot of this one, and I guess I should give a spoiler warning for Alien 3 because you, you kind of have to, to even say what the premise of this one is, but Ripley is resurrected Yeah. by the, it's not quite the company, it's not Will and Jutani anymore, but she, she's resurrected because they know she's got an alien queen inside her, so they resurrect her so they can resurrect the queen and therefore get their hands on the on the species, on the xenomorph, and same old, same old, basically. Basically, uh, and we're on a ship. Uh, so Ripley's not quite the same Ripley. She's like this new version of Ripley, who's kind of weird. And we have this crew that come in who delivered cargo, which turns out to be the the, the humans they're going to use to, you know, have the facehuggers go on them. But uh, we have this crew from the Bay, this ship called the Bay, that come in, uh, who are basically a crew of misfits. And yeah, obviously, eventually the aliens get out. Chaos reigns. There's running through corridors, there's swimming away from aliens, there's all sorts of shenanigans, and there's weird things that happen towards the end, which we'll get to in spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Connor, I am deeply curious. How did you feel about Alien Resurrection? Eh, it was it was more consistent than the previous movie. And it, it kind of, at least, it was a bit sol- more solid in that sense. But I was still kind of found it mostly boring for right. a lot of it okay there's, there's things i definitely like don't get me wrong but there's a lot of it where i'm just kind of like eh okay uh i i don't dislike healing resurrection I, I think it holds up better than three does oh definitely i definitely think it's better than three mainly because it's not like i, I think it's definitely schlocky it's definitely more of a b movie than the first two are 
absolutely it's got, got yeah. that feel to it because there's no elements in the first two movies that I would describe as goofy but there's elements of this one that I would describe oh, absolutely. as yeah. goofy and I, I think it's also got this thing going for it where it's kind of having to deal with the card that was dealt you know the hand that was dealt from Alien 3 where yeah. it left them in this place so they have to okay what's the plot of this because of this and Josh Whedon who wrote the script actually I I mean I don't like I, I don't think he's particularly happy with the finished movie this is back when a time before he was like directing his own stuff and yeah. uh, I don't think he was overly satisfied with the finished product but I, 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 that's just vague memory I'm, I'm fairly sure he's not yeah that said you can see some of the there are definitely moments where it's it's not played like it would be if he's the one directing yeah. it but there's moments like uh with the spider where you go i can see that in his script i, I can see a lot of the stuff in his script yeah, yeah. but obviously Even the, the the core group of this misfit pirate crew, yeah it's basically kind of beta firefly it kind come, of is yeah arriving at this this ship and you kind of get that feeling for it. You can, there's even Ron Perlman's character is kind of Jane from Firefly. He is, yeah. And and that's the thing. It's I feel like his script was mostly intact. Like a lot of the, at least a lot of the core ideas, if not the dialogue. I think it's similar but to it's the just first... the way it's, it's the way it's tackled, isn't it? It's, it's similar to the first X Men movie, and I suppose he's and I suppose the Buffy movie, which he wrote but did not direct. And that's one that I know for sure he was not happy with the. With the results, he he didn't think the director got what the point was or what what he was trying to do, yeah. uh, and I, I think here you can, I think this one fares better. Obviously, the thing that the movie that fares best that he wrote and didn't direct is Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story, oh, absolutely, is a fantastic movie. So that one obviously holds up the best. But comparing this to the first X Men and comparing this to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie with Christy Swanson, I think this one makes it out the best not because it keeps his humor all there or because it still feels like a just Wien thing just because at least you have jean-pierre Genet with nice visuals the movie looks good like it has a good style to it, it has a different yeah it, it, a distinct it, look. it functions as its own thing at least yeah. it's just that it feels like they, they took the script but didn't quite understand like they got some tonal differences between yeah. the script and the the direction yeah d- d- definitely uh and I think because I like how it looks, it has that kind. Of, it's not quite as extreme as uh, his other movies, but I think uh, uh, Jean Pierre Genet's like sort of gold yellow sort of style that that sort of tint yeah, he has kind of there. kind of washed out. It took me a while to realize that because obviously there's not it's not a lot of color in this sense. Mm. It's kind of really dulled out, and it took me a while to realize that what Ripley was wearing was actually red and not just black. It's a dark red. It, uh, I never had that issue, but fair. It, it just fair. It, it never like it, it. I just thought it was black, and then at one point I was like, "Hang on, that's red," and then it, it was just like, "Oh, okay." For me, I, I mean, I think I like it more than you do. I don't love it by any means. It's 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 kind of for me. It's just a sort of typical B movie that happens to have the alien characters and or the alien monsters in it, and you've got this weird version of Ripley. It does. I think it's a perfectly fun movie. And then the final 20 minutes kind of fall off a cliff. Now, admittedly, I will say this on this viewing, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, I can tell you how long it's been since I've seen it, because the last time I seen this was before Breaking Bad. Because when Tuco showed up on screen, I was like, it's Tuco! He was in something before Breaking Bad! Yay! <laughs> uh, so that, that shows you how long it's been. It's been a good decade since I've watched this. Actually, do what's really weird is, because obviously. We both watched this, the, the Blu-ray of this, and it, was, it says, uh, you know, pick your cut, and we both watched the theatrical cut, but 
Uh, and I'll explain why in the spoilers why we watched the theatrical cut. Uh, there's not a big difference, but... I, I need them explained to me still, so... Uh, you've only seen this version. Uh, but the... the It says 1997 theatrical cut. Uh, that stuck out to me for two reasons. One, it... Um, for some reason in my head, I thought it was 96. It wasn't a big deal, but for whatever reason I did. Uh, but the, other, the thing that really stuck out to me, though, is it was like 1997 theatrical cut, 2003 special edition, and I was like... Oh yeah, that's when the quadrilogy came out. I remember buying that DVD. Like I had that DVD box set when it first came out, mm. and I was like, "Man, was this movie only six years old when that box?" Because it already felt like it's still relatively fresh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it felt like you know it was a complete set of four. And because I, I think I seen all the movies around the time that this one came out, maybe just after, it was always a set of four. So it was always really, it was just really, it just had this weird moment of, "Well, that was only six years old when like all yeah. this like special editions and stuff happened and." It's now it's such like, a it's such a big difference between the first one and the fourth one. Yeah, now it's twenty years old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling ancient here. I mean, there's actually more time since Alien Resurrection than there was between Resurrection one. Yeah, because yeah, just about. Yeah, because uh, one was seventy nine, so it was eighteen years. Yeah. between them. Yeah, just about. Jesus, that makes me feel old. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, <laughs> isn't it? It is. It's weird. Oh damn! Uh, so that, that just stuck out to me. Uh, so I, I like how the movie looks. I will say, just in terms of the Blu-ray transfers, you can tell that this one didn't get the restoration. Because and it's funny because back when the DVD box set came out, the quadrilogy, I remember. Oh, the image quality typically gets better the newer the film gets, with the exception of Aliens, because Aliens was on a grainier stock. But you could see that all oh, three looked better than two and one, and four looked the best because it was the newest. And at the time, it was only six years old, so it was pretty new. However, in this box set, it's actually weirdly not. It's the opposite, almost. Yeah, the, it kind of like they, they put all the love and attention to the first two. Yeah, and three still actually holds up pretty well. I think it's maybe just the stock they used it was held up better than the. I, I think maybe it was a case of when they did the DVD in two thousand three for the new cut, they had to clean it up anyway, so it's been cleaned up more recently. Yeah, it was already lying around. Whereas Resurrection, obviously it was, again, fairly new. didn't feel like they need to do anything. And same with the Blu-ray. It actually looks the worst in terms of just the image quality. Oh, definitely. I mean, it doesn't look bad, don't get me wrong. It's still oh. a 1080p transfer. It's just it's just clearly an older print. It's, it's perfectly it. watchable, but it's definitely yeah. it's it's a noticeable step down from the others. It, it's not like when you put in the first two and you're like, oh my god, this looks astonishing. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's just it's it's, it's something that I noticed on this because again, it's been like over a decade since I've watched it, and it was yeah. just these things were sticking out. Um, so that's kind of my overall feelings on the movie. I do think uh, like the CG is a little bit better than it was in Alien Three, and it's used. There's one moment where I thought it was a little bit too much, but for the most part, it was used just in these quick moments where the alien had to move in a way they couldn't do with the yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. There's a few moments that feel a bit ropey here and there, but. It's definitely better than three. Yeah, um, I, I I like the cast for the most part. A little ragtag group, I think, are somewhat enjoyable. Yeah, uh, the names we've mentioned. Like obviously, Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder's a, a major character in it as well. She's there to sabotage the efforts to bring the aliens back, and uh, that plays into things. And there's there's all this. Uh, I I think the movie, like I say, it works as a sort of B movie. It's it's very typical. It's very running through a spaceship trying to get to the exit. As the there's as a the, lot of running through corridors. There is, uh, and if I have a complaint about that overall, it's mainly just that I feel like sometimes the presence of the aliens are kind of forgotten. It's almost like the 
Like, I feel like mm. in the first movie, whenever towards the end, when Ripley's going through the corridors and the spaceship... It feels like it could be around any corner. Any it, corner. It could just come out of nowhere. Whereas but... in this one, it feels more like a slasher movie, which, I mean, I like slasher movies, so I'm not complaining that much, but it just it loses something where you, that constant dread isn't there. Uh, yeah. I, I think, for me, my biggest problem is, like you said, this one is much more of a B-movie, and... I think for me, B movie they have to be inherently fun, a bit, you know, to to get that extra level of enjoyment out of yeah. it. For me, I didn't find that much fun in it. I think it was it was perfectly like well made to a degree, but mm. it just wasn't it wasn't fun for me. Uh, I can agree. Honestly, it's kind of a weird one to talk about because I I do oddly have some nostalgia for this. Yeah, I I can't watch it freshly as an adult and say what I think of it. <laughs> like I have this weird memory of watching it as a kid, so oh, it's fair. it's kind of so it's it's. it's there might be some rose-tinted glasses effect going on there. I don't know. Uh, certainly, though, I noticed the visual style a lot more this time than I did when I was younger. And uh, makes stuff sense. Stuff like that. So, uh, I'll tell you what I, I did forget. Though. I forgot how uh, how early on, so there's a basketball scene early on when the, the crew of the Bay meets Ripley and Ron Perlman's character kind of trying to flirt with her, essentially, but he's been really really upfront about it, really forceful. And Ripley ends up elbowing, elbowing him in the face. And I'd forgotten how, like one of his teammates just instantly grabs like a set of weights and tries to hit her with the weights. And I'm like, you know what? He kind of deserved that hit. And this is a bit much to... Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I like. It's been, I mean, we know Ripley can take care of herself, but at least he doesn't know who she is. It's, it's a woman hitting a guy. He feels the need to pick up like a, a big weight and try and hit over the head with it. You're going to kill her if you hit her with this. Yeah, yeah. Bit over the top. Hmm. Which describes a few things. I'll tell you what I forgot as well. It was one of these things where I'd forgotten it, and then it, just as it was about to happen, I went, oh! Oh, yeah, I know the feeling. Boxing gloves. Hmm. <laughs> I did not remember the trying to drink the... Well, it wasn't coffee, it was uh, alcohol, but uh, drinking out of the cup with the boxing gloves, I'd completely forgotten about that, until the moment where her hand's just about to come up from under the table. I was like, wait, she's going to have boxing gloves on, isn't she? Uh, but then I, I tricked myself later on. There was some stuff later on where I, th- I thought something was about to happen, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd put, I'd implanted my own memories in my head. Uh, it's been too long since you've seen it. Yeah, uh, I'll tell. I, I can't say what it was because it, it's full-on yeah. spoiler territory. But <laughs> I'll say it later. Uh, I guess uh, another thing for me in general that is, I mean, I mean, right, Ripley's back. That's that's it. And I'm not sure I necessarily needed or wanted I, that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I think it's this weird thing where they felt they needed her, and it, it's. I would have liked Ripley post Aliens had it been not killing off everyone else from Aliens. <laughs> I'd have liked that movie. And obviously, we were kind of we talking spoke about that in yeah, three, yeah. Almost getting that. But here I could have just had a non Ripley movie. Like, yeah, I feel like uh, for, for all of Alien 3's faults, it did close off her story. And this felt to me like okay, what can we do without her? And then we're like, well, we don't know, so let's just bring her back. I'll give it some, I'll give it some credit, though. It does try to play with this idea that it, it is does. her that's back, and there's like these weird fragments of memories coming in. Like There's a few times in the movie where she'll sell in a dialogue from a previous movie that's not, that wasn't hers. She'll, she'll quote Newt, or she'll quote, I think, uh, Vasquez at one point she quotes, and it's like she'll quote these different things. Yeah, uh, it, it brings back a lot of stuff from the Alien franchise that was missing in 3 as well the idea of there being an android the idea of uh, the computer it's, a, it's father now because it's a male voice but it was mother in the first yeah. movie like, it, nice brings, touch. it brings back all these little things that maybe weren't there in the last one because it was just this prison planet and we didn't really get yeah. to see any of the usual stuff 
uh, it's also set 200 years later, which uh, it's funny because they could have said it was 10 years later and I'd have believed them. There was, there was not really much to there's, there's no visual signifiers or uh, anything else uh, other than them telling you. There's a couple of small plot points that kind of lean into it. Sure, I, I guess but. the biggest one is probably like the, the company itself. The, the company... The fact that some of the characters think Earth is a shithole, whereas in the first movie, Ripley seemed to excited to go back home to Earth. Yeah, but that one you can kind of write off as just... Maybe those characters just think it's a shithole. Yeah. yeah. You, you could write it off that way, but... Uh, and then also, it sounds like the androids have advanced quite a bit as well in the time. Yeah. That, that's the one main thing, I think, shows you the time difference. It, it did make me laugh, because this one it wasn't called an android, it was called an Auton, and mm. that's a Doctor Who villain. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which has been around since, like, the 70s. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, but no, so that, that was that was the thing. Uh, so, let's go spoilers. I think we've, we've danced around enough. Let's get into some deep plot yeah, details. So, full spoilers from this point on for Alien Resurrection, the 20-year-old movie, <laughs> just in case you're <laughs> concerned. Uh, so, the big, so, the thing that I, I said, that I, like the memory that I, I kind of gave myself, and I was like, is this about to happen? I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right. Is it about to happen? So the hybrid happens later on, because early on in the movie we find out that Ripley has some acid in her blood. Like, her blood is... Because the 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 cloning and because it was inside her, there was weird mutations going on, and it's left her with some traits. She can sense their hive mind, and she's got some acid for blood. And we find out later that the alien queen that's on the ship has a proper reproductive uh, system now. She, she, yeah. she lays some eggs first, but then she also actually gives birth to this hybrid that has some human qualities and has this weird skeleton-like face. Uh, yeah, that wasn't working for me at no, all. No, I don't like. I, I don't like that monster. I never liked that monster. The design, I'm just like, it. It just takes me right out of it. Cause it's, it's not as slick as the because the aliens got such a cool design, right? The queen has such a cool design, and then this creature just feels like, oh, your typical B movie monster. Like someone came in and tried to copy Alien with this and, and put a face in it yeah it, yeah, it doesn't really it work it doesn't work at all but the, the the fake memory i had in my head was that i i could have sworn i i would have placed money on this that this thing spoke i mean i was gonna say is it possible it happens in the special edition i don't think so because i but... for some reason i remember actually saying mummy or mama to ripley and I don't think it ever happened. I think I'm making it up. I, I think it's this just... one of those things that because you saw it as a kid and you know. I, I, I just remember, it. and it it's, was it's that whole thing where um, it went around like last year or the year before with you know C3PO's leg. Did you see this yeah. on the internet? Oh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers it as one color, and then it's like no, it was always that one. And yeah. this is maybe you're doing the same sort of thing here, where that, just because just... you, you assumed it happened and it, it's just it's called the Mandela effect. Yeah. And you just assumed it's happened, and then you, you've become so sure of it over time, and it's been so long since you've seen it. Yeah. Although C-3PO used to have the same colour on both arms. I'm right in saying that, right? I'm not, not making yeah, that up. Yeah. That's okay. No, no, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're good on that one. The, the new red one was a joke, and that was supposed to be a new thing, right? Okay, just, <laughs> just checking. Just checking. <laughs> that would really mess with your mind. <laughs> it was always red. It was always red. What do you want about? that? <laughs> uh, no, but for sure it was it was when the hybrid goes up to her, it's like really close, and it's like and it makes some noises. It makes some sort of when when she puts her, the yeah. head on it, yeah. it's like mm, like I can't do it. It's like these little noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I was like, is I about to say it, or am I making this up? And I just I kept questioning it, and it was just oh, <laughs> but obviously it didn't happen, and that's fine. Um, I'm glad it didn't happen because 
it was bad enough with the face, but if it mm. had spoken, oh no, oh, oh that yeah. would have that would have been way too far. Yes, uh, it would have been. Um, I at least I can appreciate what the the thematic intent was with this. Yeah, because obviously we had aliens and she had her mother daughter relationship with Newt. And that, that was a big part of her personality and her character. I could, the idea that through the the cloning and stuff, if her traits have went on to other things, like you know, this is essentially monstrous new that's been yeah that's been birthed yeah. from the queen. Like I can appreciate what it's trying to do there, and the idea that when Ripley does kill it at the end by uh, letting it suck through the, the 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 hole in the spaceship, which by the way was a really icky effect, because <laughs> you see yeah, all you see all its intestines like spill out and then it sucks back in. Yeah, I kind of liked that. It was fine. Like it was. It was it, that was again. That was a goofy thing. With, it was really goofy. How, but it was the sort of goofy that worked compared to the goofy face that didn't. Well, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, the idea that that happens and she's like, "I'm sorry," like she still feels bad that she's done it, even though she knows she has to. Like she, she's yeah. still Ripley. She still understands. Like it's because she kind of has this arc, and I think this is maybe the, the fault of the film where it may have elevated it a bit more. Is if the arc of her regaining who she was was clearer throughout the film? Because I think it is kind of in there, but it's a little bit too under kind of buried under, isn't it? Yeah, but it, so, some of it is there. Like, there's some small moments towards the end when it feels like she is back to her being herself, kinda. Like, yeah, like like when she has the the t- determination to stop them. Yeah, she has the determination. The the way she like runs back to the ship and jumps, and the the fact that she's sort of like almost having fun with them when she comes back into the ship and like. Her and uh, Ron Perlman are like, they even get, even get banter at this point, whereas early in the film they were at odds. Yeah, uh, and I, 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 even 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 before that, when she sort of bonds with uh, with uh, Winona Ryder, uh, Cole, like, Cole. and yeah. she and she tries to like rip out Ron Perlman's tongue, so like, you want another souvenir, and they have this little this little smile. It's almost like oh, she's she's trusting him her quicker, because she turns out to be the android. She's trusting her quicker because of Bishop, like. Bishop's yeah. like implanted this that she maybe can sympathise, uh, which okay. So I like what what they've done there. In that I like that the music also harkens back to the originals themes. Like you can hear the themes coming through. It does. Uh, I'm kind of torn on the music as well. In this, there's there's bits I like like that, but then mm. there's other sequences that I just thought were completely off. Like yeah, it, uh, it goes full B movie. It's 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 uh. I like salt. The the underwater sequence. Mm. It does a very Jaws thing. In the mu- yeah, yeah. It, it kind of does its own. It's not not quite that, but it's it's that same effect of of what Jaws does. And it just it doesn't work for me in this scene. It's like this isn't what makes sense with the established score. Everything else that we've got, and it just it's our place for me. Things like that. Here's a question: If you flip the notes in Jaws backwards, does it sound welcoming? <laughs> It sounds more pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I, actually, I want to talk. The one main difference, I'm sure there's some little things, but the only difference I remember from the other cut uh, mm. is the ending. You actually see them land on Earth. And right. Okay. For me, it's complete and utter bollocks because it doesn't make any sense. Because none of. So. So, so so throughout this this movie, set, set in the second half, and like, oh, we can't let this ship get to Earth. With the we have to crash it, we have to kill them all. They can't get on Earth, and it's not sure. just Ripley that's thinking this. It's the other characters who are around in this time period, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, okay, Earth's a shithole, but we can't let that this thing land and have the aliens be there. We can't let that happen. Yeah. Okay. 
So at the end of the special edition, they land on Earth. Like they actually land. It doesn't just end with them in the sky. They land, and it's like apocalyptic. Everyone's dead. And they're like, well, why did it matter if the aliens got to Earth then if there was no one here? It literally... Yeah, I was gonna say maybe maybe that happened since they left, but then they're talking about like it, you know they say it's a shithole, so they clearly know this anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't work. It works better with them just thinking it's a you know it's just a shitty place to live. Maybe it's maybe it's all like the the poor planet now where all the rich people are off sure. elsewhere kind of thing. That's kind of how I read it now, and it it kind of ruins the ending because it puts this really weird damper on it. Whereas in this one, they get in the sky. We've never been on Earth in this franchise. Mm. So we get into the you know the atmosphere of Earth and like Ripley's like oh I don't know I'm kind of a stranger here now too and yeah it's a bit hopeful it's, it kind of works so yeah it was a stupid yeah I ending. I, I don't like that no nah, it was weird that's probably why they took it out he's like yeah this doesn't make any sense let's take it away quite possibly yeah that'd be my think thinking uh, yeah yeah so so I I think the there are some of those weird quirky moments, uh, like the boxing gloves. Yeah. Which feel a little bit out of place. The basketball feels a little bit out of place in an alien movie. Mm. Uh, there's a few, there's a few other little things like that. Uh, but some of the things that do work, I like that when Ripley finds the because she's like number eight. Like there was like seven attempts to clone her before this, yeah. and she finds this this lab that's got like all these weird mutations. I like that there's one that's like a little girl, and it looks like Newt. Yeah. If I'd almost looked like Newt's doll, the way the hair kind of is puffing Yeah, out. it does. Uh, so uh, there's some small choices there with we're, we're there with that, and I think that, that kind of works. I do like the underwater segment. I, I like that, that whole sequence. Music aside, I do as well. Because it's really, cause we've never seen the aliens in water, so it's like a new cool thing. Like, oh, they can swim. Oh, cool. Right, that's, that's kind of a new thing. We've never seen them in water before. Uh and I like that they're really playing this one where, okay, they have weapons so they can take them out. Like, they, they, they do kill aliens. In fact, Ripley's entrance to the team, like, after the aliens get out and she, she like, the, the captain dies first and she shoots the alien through the floor and comes up and it's like this badass, like, pretty cool. Ripley's here. She's basically the Terminator now as far as these aliens con- are concerned. She's not worried. She, she's lost her, her fear. There's no intimidation anymore. Uh, which was kind of an arc over the last three movies anyway, but this... Because she doesn't really care because she's not really alive, she's this weird thing now. Yeah. It adds this extra layer to it where she is kind of like just a Terminator. Uh, you, you've got the... So you've got the whole underwater thing. I love that they get to the other side of the water and it, uh, like, they're, they're trapped. It's like a... It's like... A, there's like a skin and then when they get up it's like all the, all the eggs and it's like, oh shit, this was a trap. Yeah. God damn aliens. And actually, I like that they explore how smart they are. Like, how quick, how they get out of their cell. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a really fun idea, I thought. Yeah, well, I did like they had set up that, you know, what the button does, and then you see the alien looking down at it, and then just smacks it. Yeah, yeah, they, they understand that this button really sees the, the killing that hurts them. Yeah. So when they get out of the cell and there's a guy in there, they hit the button and it They, they learned. Yeah. And I did like that. Which is good, because, that, that, again, that's in line with them being smart. We've shown this, because like, they cut the power in Aliens. Like, they're clearly yeah, smart Yeah, like, like even in Aliens, when they, you know, when they came over the top instead of through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they look for other directions. They figure things out. And again, them using like the acid, like killing one of their own to like have the acid melt the floor so they can get out of their cell is actually yeah. really smart. It is. It's, it's cold and brutal, sure, but it's smart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, we got sleazy evil scientist guy. Uh, we also have a character who has a has a chestburster inside him, 
when we meet him, he's one of the, the guys. He, for some reason, he's just not chest bursted yet, so he kind of sticks around. Uh, his ending is glorious, though. He kills the scientist by having the chest buster. He, he holds the scientist. He, he goes kind of nuts because he realizes he's about to die, and he starts to just like get this adrenaline and beat the shit out of him. And then he holds the scientist's head at his chest, so the chest buster goes through his head. And it's it's kinda, pretty cool. It's awesome. It's that's what I'm saying. It works as a B movie with these like over the top schlocky kills and stuff. It like does, that. but it has a again for me. It just has too much of just time going through corridors where it's not enough of these things happening. Sure. I do want to point out, there is a, a space shuttle that gets away. When they're evacuating, when the aliens are first getting loose and they're evacuating all the soldiers, mm. one does get away. All right. There's actual survivors. <laughs> like People survived outside of our main crew. Yeah, fair enough. It's an interesting touch. Josh's thinking would have made this a, a more interesting move for me. Obviously, I was saying that I don't think Ripley was the right choice because I feel like her story had been done. Mm-hmm. What if they'd clone Newt instead? Mm. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I feel like that would have been a bit more... Yeah, you know, they get take a different direction with it. Uh, they wanted to go New Weaver back, didn't they? They that did. Was, that was they the did. thing. They wanted her back. Whereas now we're kind of past it because it's like it's been so long now and... And the weird thing is, is this ends. You could have, you could have had her back again. Like we now have this Ripley clone that's alive yeah. and she survived. So there could have been more, but for whatever reason, this one didn't make as much as the last couple. So five never happened for a long time until we get AVP. And oh, we'll get to that next year. Although it's going to be longer than we thought because the Predator got pushed. Because we're we're going to do the two AVP movies with the three Predator movies and the run up to the Predator next year. But it got pushed to August instead of March now. So now we're it's so, got delayed by a few months. It'll be summer. It'll be summer next year before we get to that. But yeah. Uh, but no, I, 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 yeah, no, it has a lot of problems. It's, it's got some weird. Like it definitely feels like I say more schlocky than the first two. There's a, there's a certain. It's like I, I think obviously Jean Pierre Jeunet is a good director, but I feel like because it's not his work, he just came in and he's like, okay, I'm going to direct this movie about a monster. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the same thing for me. I think it boils down to he's the wrong director for this script, or alternatively, it's the wrong script for him. Whichever way round, you know, you want to look at it. Yeah, I think that's. I think you, can, you see some hints of his like his stuff in there, mm. uh, here or there. Uh, I, I I wonder, like, it's it's a frustrating one because he is a good director, and you see his style like, coming throughout. But it it never quite clicks together, yeah. In that sense, and but at the same time, it, it's not like bad. it's definitely not a bad movie. It's not, yeah, it's it's not hard to watch. It's it's, it's easy going. Uh, the characters are all well rounded enough. Like, you, you remember roughly who they all are. Maybe not their names because they all have weird names. But you remember Ron Perlman's the big tough guy who thinks he's macho. You, you know the guard who kind of flips. You know uh, Tuco uh, from Breaking Bad, and he's kind yeah. of on their side. The sleazy scientist. Uh, Winona Earp. Winona Earp. <laughs> That's funny because every we, time you did that show, every time I went to say Winona Earp when we did that show, I said Winona Ryder by accident. That is really funny. I just did the opposite. But Winona Ryder's. I mean, it, it was literally every yeah, time we did that. I know, but Winona Ryder's android. Like you remember them all distinctly. You know the dreadlock guy with the the guns that came out of his thing and. Yeah. Uh, if obviously he had this like harness where like, the, the little guns popped out. Uh, I liked it by the way that when they went on the ship. They're told no weapons, but three of them are all hiding a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One's got it in a thermos, 
One's got it in his wheelchair, and the other's got he's you know he's he's got holster things in his. I, ha- I his liked wrists. the banter with the wheelchair guy as well. Yeah, he's pretty good. Joe, you know I liked. Joe, you know I forgot. I'd forgotten about. It was really subtle, but it is in there. He has a crush on Call. Yeah, and you see him react a bit more to her because she helps him out at the start when he's been picked on, and when they think she's dead. He's pissed about it, and then when he finds out, she, oh, she's—he's he's really happy that she's alive. Then they find out she's a robot, and she, he's kind of like, oh, you're a robot. But at the end, he's really happy again that she's okay. Like there's this little—you yeah. can see this little, just this nice little sort of arc, almost just in the background of him yeah, caring about her. Uh, and that's the thing is like th- this has all the makings of it could be a great movie. It just doesn't quite mesh up. Yeah. Which is—it's a real shame because there's there's definitely things to like, but it just just ultimately just fails somewhere along the line. That's it. I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen it a certain number of times now. It's been a long time since I've watched it last, obviously, but that, that, that what this viewing cemented to me is that I actually do enjoy watching it enough. Like, it's probably one I will watch again at some point. I mean, yes. it, it's easy enough to watch. And if you think <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet when it comes to bad... If we're not, we may do AVP 1 and 2 next year, just you, especially the second one. One is not entirely unwatchable, but... Oh, I know. I know the reputations. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so for me, the movie kind of falls apart when Ripley falls through the floor and we get Queen yeah. and Hybrid and all that shenanigans. It's just so out of place, isn't it? It, it really it does. It, it feels super. And I don't know if it could have been fixed with a different design. Like, if, if it just wasn't as goofy looking, would it have worked? I, I don't know. I think the problem for me is that, and I, I get why Jean Pierre Jeunet went this way because it fits his style, and this is maybe where why why he's not the correct director for this. But it's because it's treated so sensually, like the alien like carries her and places her down, and like we have a uh, Brad Dourif's like scientist character who got you know off earlier on in the movie or not off, but like grabbed. Uh, like he's in his cocoon and he's given this weird commentary how he's he's talking about how beautiful this is and how it's a glorious yeah. baby and it just it gets really weird for a good like five ten minutes and and once we get back to the ship and it's you know chestbuster through a head and it's like oh let's get the shuttle bay doors up so we can get out like oh that stuff's fun but do, do you know what thing. as well for me like a lot of these things there it's 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 kind of at its core in the script it's a goofy B movie but so much of it is played straight. It kind of just takes. If this was played as a goofy movie, man, this could be really fun. Yeah, I I think like it's this weird thing. We're saying this: the few moments of goofiness actually stand out and feel awkward because of the only one like few moments. Because everything else is so dark, dark and gritty. Yeah. Right. And I do feel like maybe at its core, this wasn't the right the right tone or. Schlocky B movie wasn't the right direction for the Alien franchise because it has always kind of elevated above that. I still think Schlocky B movie Alien could work though. Again, like we say, if it did actually play into it and went, it kind of has to embrace it, doesn't it? And I feel like this is the weird thing though. I feel like now maybe not at the time because Josh Whedon hadn't really directed anything yet because the first thing he ever directed was the season finale of uh, the first season of Buffy, which yeah. would have been not that long after this actually. It'd about been, this time, yeah. uh, about this time. But I mean, by the time he wrote it, it'd have been either wrote this before it yeah. started probably. Uh, but you know, he wasn't a movie director. He wasn't doing Avengers, and he wasn't doing whatever yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. Definitely not someone you give give your Alien franchise to. No. And I have to wonder, like, I think him directing it though, because he does this great thing where he can balance weird comedy and serious. 
Like, I don't think when you watch his stuff, like Buffy, Firefly, whatever, Avengers, I don't, I don't feel that like the stakes or the, the seriousness of the situation is ever deflated by when he inserts the goofiness and the humour. He's very good at balancing that stuff. Yeah. I think I think when we're talking about those stuff not mixing, we're talking about most directors. I feel like there is a select few who are very good at walking this line. Yeah. In uh, balance and do, doing this juggling act because you, you know, Tarantino's very good at it as well. Uh, I know you don't like him yeah. very much, but he is very good at it. That's fine. I'll, I'm not going to argue. He's very good at keeping things really suspenseful whilst having characters say goofy shit. It's sure. it's, it's, a, it's a gift. I don't know how he does it. Um. And, and that works really well, but it is because you, you almost look at this and you go, you can almost imagine this crew that come in being the Firefly crew, but you can also imagine them being the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, I, and that's I don't think I need to clarify. I feel like it's... It, it, this goes back to obviously, we said it's Whedon's script, and a lot of the movies that he's written and not directed just didn't go very well. And I wonder if it's just something in his script that he knows how it is in his head, but it doesn't translate to if you just read the words to someone else. And it comes across as something else entirely and just not what it feels like it should have been the whole time. I think I think that's maybe just part of the thing when you have a unique art, artistic mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I, think it, cause I think it would be the, the same with some other writer-directors. Oh, like, absolutely. Because just think about how... Uh, I don't know. Like, imagine someone else directed Drive, right? Like, yeah. like there's so li- there's so little dialogue in that movie. Like, Refn knows, all right, I'm going to be stylistic this is, it's, here. It's all on him, isn't it? Yeah, he's leaving it for him to do. He, he knows where he's going to fill all this stuff in as a visual style. But but, but that's not all in the script. It's, but, it's in his yeah, head. You give it to someone else, and they're like, okay, so this is going to be, what, 30 minutes long? <laughs> you know, because like, yeah. that's how maybe they'll tackle it. And, I'm not saying everyone would do that, but it kind of feels like something was lost in the translation there. Yeah. But that said, I do, I do, I do want to emphasize that I, I do think that as a whole, it still kind of works for the most part, just as a for what it is. Yeah, definitely. It's not again. It's not bad by any means. I, yeah. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's bad. Well, ratings. Hmm. Out of ten. I'm juggling between. A- 5.5 and a 6. Kind of sitting around that range. I feel like every single time we do this, you're, you're always juggling between gonna two. Go. Well, this is because... It, see, if we'd watched movies that I've I've seen before, I know I have it in my head already. This is... You know, I, I finished watching this, what, 10 minutes before we started recording. I'm formulating my thoughts still as we're going through this. Uh, I, think, I think I'll go with the 6. I'd also give it a 6. I think it's perfectly watchable. I, I, yeah. Some some people think so, so there's, there's two camps of people, uh, and this is not the alien or aliens is better argument. This is the alien three or alien resurrection is better, and it's a completely different type of fight. Yeah. And the alien three people think you're crazy if you prefer resurrection because David Fincher's a better director, and you can see the direction throughout and the style, and it. it I, I think they both have the faults, obviously. They have some different faults between them. That's not the same thing in both. Uh, but for me, Resurrection is still a kind of a fun watch, whereas Alien 3 is kind of a tedious experience. I think it's a, 3, I felt, was kind of all over the place, even just in the terms of like the editing and the cutting and the way it just flows at times. 
Yeah. Whereas this is it's, it's very consistent. It has some you know tonal issues, but it it very much plods along as a film. It functions in its own right at, at most of the time. Yeah. Also, they, they they get a little out of jail free card with this one as well because not only do we accept okay this is the the hand that we're dealt with Alien Three, but also okay it's not really Ripley, so we can do some different stuff and we can get away with it because we don't feel that you're yeah. We're, it's, we're, not, it's not bastardizing something at that point, something new. Yeah. So, which, admittedly, is maybe a little off-putting at first as well, because it's like, well, what is this? I'm, I'm watching this weird version of Ripley. Uh, but again, this is one of these things where I've just kind of gotten used to what it is over the years, so it just is what it is. Yeah, it's something that it's like, well, that that's that's what it is, so let's just make the most of it and just go with what is there. But I, I still think it was the wrong choice, admittedly, but it, 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 like I say, it is what it is. I think the wrong choice was made with the previous film, but yeah. Well, I see. Yeah, it's it's which is the which is a, a worse choice that that one then to kill her off or this one to bring her back. I mean, well, t- t- uh, well, well, no, no. The choice I'm saying was worse wasn't to kill her off. The okay, choice, the entire premise, out. the entire premise at the start of Alien Three, <laughs> it was the wrong choice. Sure. And if that choice hadn't been made, who's to say what Alien Three might have ended with? Like. Yeah, yeah, and then four would have been completely different. Yeah, uh, I get your point. So I, I think that's where where I, I and yeah, I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to covering it, but we won't get into too many predictions here because we've still got one more to do. We still have Prometheus to watch and discuss before Covenant, so you can which look I have to also that. not seen. Indeed, so you can look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so yeah, uh, as for. Oh, I gave you my rating. I gave you a six. That's right. I, I forgot. I thought I hadn't for the first second. I was. I was about to do it again. Uh, <laughs> we don't care that much. Yeah, ignore me. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll tell you what character I kind of like in this. See, uh, Perez, the, the the general who's sort of running the ship. Yeah, I kind of like him. Any particular reason, or just just because? I like his demeanor. I like the way he talks to people. He's got this no nonsense attitude, even though he's kind of sketchy. Which is actually kind of liked as well. I liked that this wasn't like a sanctioned thing, what they were doing. This was kind of off the books, which is why yeah. they were going through these like pirates, essentially, to get their their, their specimens. Uh, also, that man has a glorious set of uh, shoulder hair. <laughs> when the alarm goes off and the alien escapes and he sits up out of bed, I have yeah. never seen hair that thick on a shoulder <laughs> in all my life. It is... And I, I actually have some hair on my shoulders. I am, I'm not. I am a pretty hairy, hairy fellow. This guy is a goddamn bear. I, I shocking, shocking state of affairs. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. It was, it was a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is no. You're right because there's enough hair that you actually notice that that's yeah. a lot of hair. Yeah, because well, he's got like a you know like a tank top on, right? Yeah, and. You sort of see the hair coming in from under the tank top, like it sort of bushes up, yeah, out on the outside of it, which is why it was noticeable. And obviously, there's like a backlight, so you see the light sort of coming through it. So it really like it's just yeah, yeah it's a lot. Right. It's a lot of shoulder hair. This guy, this is a hairy dude. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. Point that out. Uh, and I like that he takes out an alien with a grenade because the aliens in the, like, the shuttle. And he's like, well, those soldiers are already dead. Grenade. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so that's Alien Resurrection. Of course, we'll have Prometheus in the next couple of weeks, so look forward to that. Uh, maybe even be next week, actually. Depends uh, how the schedule works out. But, uh, so look forward to that. Uh, and obviously, Alien Covenant. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, let us know what you thought of Alien Resurrection in the comments below. Uh, are you are you more forgiving of it? Do you hate it? Do, like, better or worse than Alien 3? That, that's, that's the most important question, isn't it? Mm. 
Like, subscribe, all that stuff helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. Individual Twitters, I'm at Wibble89. Connor's at ConnorRyan94. But that's us, guys. So thanks for watching. Keep watching movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>